of strength when I'm weak that takes me through when life is pressing me I have a source of power from above I'm wrapped Praise God. Father, tonight as we approach the Word of God, we approach it with a boldness, a holiness, blessed be God, that could only come from you. Father, we approach this Word knowing that we are a friend to our covenant partner. Father, we're thanking you right now that we are a favorite friend, best friends with Almighty God. Hallelujah. We bless you. We thank you for this. We stand upon it. We believe it. We honor that word that you've given us. Father, tonight, now, as we break the bread of life, I ask for the hand of the Lord, the anointing, that it will not only rest upon me, but every heart 
that they may receive the engrafted Word of Almighty God that's able to renew their mind and correct their thinking. And Father, we've determined not only to be hearers, but we've determined we will be that doer of the Word in Jesus' name. And everyone shout it. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. What we hear, put it into practice. Some of you had the crew and everything else this week or something. You, after we get through, we'll lay hands on you and invoke your covenant rights and you can have your healing. Praise God. All it takes is acting on God's Word. Genesis, Exodus, Numbers. Turn to Numbers, the 18th chapter. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord, hallelujah. Praise God. 18th chapter of Numbers and the 19th verse. We're going to talk about the blood covenant, but I want to talk about something else. The salt of the covenant and what it means. The salt of the covenant. I want you to leave here tonight knowing between God and us, there's salt between us. And I want that to mean something to us when we leave here. Hallelujah. Numbers 18 and 19. He said, And all the heave offerings of the holy things which the children of Israel offer unto the Lord have I given thee and thy sons and thy daughters with thee by statue forever. It is a covenant of salt forever before the Lord unto thee and to thy seed with thee. My margin says a perpetual covenant. Blessed be God, when we're talking about the salt of the covenant, we are talking about the preserving agent of the covenant. Now you have to understand, in the Old Testament, they had physical things out here that stood for covenants. Amen? Now the salt, they had meat offerings, meal offerings, they had... Uh, offerings of the ground, they had offerings of, uh, 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 of their flock. It was all offerings out here. Hallelujah. Now, in this new covenant, we offer up a sacrifice of praise unto our God because of what this covenant says. Now, whatever he promised Abraham, whatever they had in this covenant, we've got it. The same thing. But we've got it backed up better than what they had. Amen. Praise God. Now in Abraham's time, salt was more precious than gold. They traded with salt. They traded with it. This is the most uh, uh, precious thing to them that they can have because this salt not only can, can, can uh, uh, season their food, but it is a preserving agent. It will cure meat and keep it from spoiling. They didn't have refrigerators. They didn't have freezers. They didn't have any way to keep anything after it was killed other than salt. Now when people used to, even in our country, they salted meat down and smoked it. And that salt would preserve it where it would not burn. Now this is what he's talking about, about this covenant. He said, this is the salt of the covenant forever before the Lord unto thee and to thy seed forever. 
You bring it over in the new covenant and he said this promise is unto you and your whole household and to as many as afar off as the Lord thy God shall call. You've got salt between you and your covenant partner. Hallelujah. Now let me read you another translation. Ronald Knox said, It is a covenant between the Lord and thy race that time cannot alter. I like that. It is a covenant. This salt is a covenant between the Lord and thy race. How you like that? Huh? We done found out that it ain't but two races. So he's talking about us. Born again man. Hallelujah. The God's people. Our race of people has salt between us and Almighty God. That time cannot alter. See, it's an everlasting. It is a perpetual. It is a permanent covenant. Amplified said it's a, call to, a covenant of salt that cannot be dissolved or violated. I like that. Moffat said it's a perpetual covenant. Valid before the eternal for you and your family. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Salt was put on their offerings. Now, they didn't just kill a lamb and throw him up there and sacrifice it. They put salt on everything that they uh, 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 sacrificed unto God as a testimony as this is a permanent covenant we're talking about. This covenant is preserved. And when this lamb is sacrificed, this salt guarantees it is a perpetual covenant. Every year it rolls over, praise God. Jesus was that salt of the covenant. He was that lamb, praise God. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to the New Testament. Turn with me to Matthew. Start in Matthew, 5th chapter. Thirteenth verse. Said, Ye are the salt of the earth. Ye are the salt of the earth. You are the covenant people in the earth. Now, when he's talking about this, he's not just talking about Morton's table salt or something like that. He's talking covenant talk. If every time you read this Bible, when you pick it up, you say, I'm reading faith food, I'm reading covenant talk. And you'll understand more of what God's saying to us. He said, you're salt of the earth. But if salt have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is therefore good for nothing but to be cast out and be trodden underfoot of men. Now when salt has lost its savor or lost its zeal or lost its ability to preserve, when you lose sight of your covenant, when you lose sight of what belongs to you, blessed be God, you're a has-been and you are no nothing more than a backslider. That's all. He said, you're salt of the earth, but if you've lost your savor, what is he talking about? You knowing your covenant rights, you acting on your covenant rights, you putting them in force. See, if you don't put them in force, you're the salt of the earth. 
You know, he said, you're a sweet-smelling savor unto God, but you're a sweet-smelling savor unto them heathens too. You're the salt of the earth. I mean, you're the covenant people. He said, if you lost your savor, it's good for nothing. I know one time, I used to smoke a lot of meat, salt it down. I know, I know how to do all that. And I'd salt meat down. Had big coolers. And one time I got in my head, I said, I, you know, I'm dumping away thousands of pounds of salt after I get through salting this meat down. It ought to have something left in it. And I said, well, I'll just reuse this salt. I've got boxes full of it. And so I salted down about 50, 100 hams, shoulders, and reused this salt. And it looked good. It looked good. I left it down so much to the, to the pound. I left it just like I did everything else. Washed it off, hung it up in my smokehouse, and I smoked it and run me a little sale on country smoked meat. And when I brought that meat up there and busted one open, it looked all right on the outside. Man, I had it doctored up. I used to dip them, paint them in, in, with molasses and then put black pepper all over them. I mean, they looked really pretty and everything, but I busted it open, and it didn't preserve it. It lost its strength. It was rotten down on the inside. And I learned me something right there about meat. But when I read that, I know what God's talking about right there. Let me tell you something. If you ever lose sight of your covenant rights and you don't have the teeth in your covenant, you're not any salt to it. You're not a blessing to anybody. You or nobody else. See, praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Turn to Luke 14, Matthew, Mark, Luke. Luke, the 14th chapter. Look in the 26th verse. Now, remember, we're talking about the salt of the covenant. If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children, brother and sister, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Now, you know, that always bothered me. No time did God ever call us to hate anybody. So you naturally know that's not a correct translation. Now when they translated this, this Bible, it might have been correct then, but today that's not a correct translation. Another translation said, if anyone... See, he's talking covenant in this thing. He said, if anyone is considering joining me and does not break his attachment with his father, his mother, and a sister, and everything else, and walk off and leave his own life. He's talking about breaking the attachment. How many of you know when a man gets grown, he ought to break the attachment? That don't mean he walks off and never sees his parents. I'm talking about when a man marries, he needs to leave his father and mother, establish his own homestead. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. He needs to break that he needs to cut that umbilical cord. I'm preaching pretty good now tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So he breaks that attachment. 28th verse said, For which of you intended to build a tower, sitteth not down first and counteth the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it? 
lest happily after he had laid the foundation, see, is not able to finish it. See, if you've lost your salt, you're not going to finish what you started. If you've lost your covenant zeal, if you've lost your sight of what you have in the covenant, you'll not finish the race. You'll fall by the wayside. See, he said, after he's laid the foundation. See, he's got a foundation. He's not able to finish it. 30th verse, this man began to build and was not able to finish. People saying that. 31st verse, or what king goeth to make war against another king, setteth not down first, and consulteth whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000. Now, we're talking about covenant talk here. I don't care if 100,000. He could have said 200 million thousand come against 50. Because when you've got God as your friend and your covenant partner, you're in the majority already. See? Praise God. 32nd verse, or else, while the other is yet a great way off, he sendeth an, an ambassage, or send the ambassador and desire uh, conditions of peace. Well, I don't know if I can do that or not. I don't know whether I can believe God for this financial need. I don't know if I can believe God for this healing. I don't know if I, you know, I know what the Word of God says, but I don't know. If you know what the Word of God says, then you'll be able to stand on your covenant rights. Hallelujah. I didn't say it'd just be easy and it'd just everything uh, 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 be lovely. Sometimes there is 20,000, 40,000 comes against you. And it does not look like you have the sufficient means whereby you can meet it. But I'm telling you, there is salt between us. We have got a friend named Jehovah Rapha. His name is Jehovah Sid Canoe. His name is Jehovah Shalom, the God of our peace. Hallelujah. I'm telling you now, when you know your covenant rights, you can stand firm no matter how many comes against you. Hallelujah. Praise you the Lord. 33rd verse. So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsake not all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be seasoned? It is neither fit for the land nor yet for the dunghill. But men cast it out. He that hath ear to hear, let him hear. When he goes to talking about let him hear and all this, he's talking covenant talk. Covenant talk. Praise be unto God. Praise God. How many of you know Christian religion has lost all its salt? Ain't no salt in it. No teeth in it. It's nothing more than rituals. Are you listening to me? But we are salt of the earth. We are sweet-smelling savor unto God. Those that, are, that keep the covenant and know their covenant rights. I mean, that smells good to God, man. It smells good to heathens. Blessed be God. You know, heathens are not what talks about Christians. It's Christians that do that. Heathens, man, they're looking up to you. They're thinking, bless God, if you've done it, I can do it. I've got a shot. I've got a least. I've got a little hope. See? If you're on the covenant, if you ain't, you want them to join your church and get baptized. Pay your tithe. 
And that's about all there is to it. And try to do, live a good life. You know. All that's good, nothing wrong with all that, but that's not covenant. Covenant is stepping out of the boat. You know, anybody can sit back in a boat, but those that do something for God, they'll get out of the boat, bless God. Hallelujah. They won't stay back there. They'll step out on the water and the words of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Turn back to Mark, the ninth chapter. Talking about the salt of the covenant. Last verse in Mark. Mark 9, 49. For everyone shall be salted with fire. And every sacrifice shall be salted with salt. Salt is good, but if the salt have lost its saltiness, wherein will it yet season it? Have salt in yourself. And have peace with one another. You want peace? Get on the covenant. If you want peace with your boss, get on the covenant. If you want a, a, a peace with your wife, get on the covenant. He said, listen to him what he said. Have salt. What is he talking about? He's not talking about go get three boxes of Martin salt and one iodized, one plain. No, he's talking about blessed be God. Get on the salt of the covenant. Hallelujah. Get on this. Put teeth in that covenant. Stand on that. If you want to have Salt in yourself, you'll have peace with others. Do you want to have peace with others? You have problems with anybody? I can tell you how to have, have peace with them. Get on the cover. He said, have salt in yourself. Well, he ain't talking about eating salt. He's talking about the covenant. Have covenant in yourself. Have the covenant working for you in your life. I mean, when you got it working for you, bless God, there will be peace with everybody around. 10,000 can come against you. Praise be unto God. And 20,000 on the left, but they'll fall to the left and right and you'll walk in the blessings of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's salt between us. Have salt in yourself. Praise God. How do you do that? By putting the covenant in your mouth. Talk your covenant. Act your covenant. You know, one of the ways to act your covenant is talking. Talking is action. Hallelujah. It's got to start there. It don't start you acting on it and then you'll talk it. No, you've got to talk it first. Start talking it. Have salt in yourself. Put the salt of the covenant. Did you see what all God did for those people that he had salt uh, uh, between them? I mean, no nation could defeat them. There was no sickness. There was no poverty. There was no lack. There was nothing that was withheld from his covenant friends. They had salt between them. Praise be unto God. Have salt in yourself. You remember Paul writing. See, he's a covenant man. See, Paul's number one covenant man. Amen? He's the one who wrote the book of Hebrews. He said over there in Colossians, said, let your speech be always with grace, 
and seasoned with salt. What's he talking about? He's talking covenant. Let your speech talk your covenant. Say what God said. He's your friend. He's your strong friend partner. Hallelujah. He's cut blood covenant between you. Praise be unto God. Glory to God. Let your speech be with grace. What's he talking about? That's the new covenant. And season it with some of this old stuff. Season it up. Season this thing. The Abrahamic covenant has not went out of existence. It's just as much in existence right now as it was when he made it with Abraham. He made an everlasting covenant with Abraham. It's forever. We just got better provisions. Amen? We got some amendments to the covenant. Praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Salt between us. Friends, strong friendship. Talk your covenant. Let your speech always be with grace. Seasoned with salt. Praise God. In 2 Corinthians, I mean 2 Chronicles 27, it talks about Abraham being a friend of God. Now, you know, I got a lot of friends. You know, me and my wife, everywhere we go, when I get out, you know, a, a preacher came down here one time, and I, 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 he said, I'd like to, I'd like to uh, 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 go with you and just see the town. I've never been around. And I started carrying around town, different shops and everything else. And he said, man, you act like you're running for a political office. I was shaking hands with him. How you doing? I, you know, I ain't seen him in a while. Man, I got a lot of friends. I got a lot of friends in this town. Let me tell you something. God didn't call me just to pastor Grace Christian Center. I pastor this area, bless God. Hallelujah. I got a lot of friends. But there's a friend that sticketh closer than kinfolk. And you've got salt between you. It's been sealed with salt. It's preserved. Hallelujah. It's been salted. The covenant's been salted, folks. Hallelujah. It's preserved. It will never go out of existence. Never. It can't be violated. The terms of the covenant, nothing can violate that thing. Satan can't do it. Only one can is you. And get away with it. See? That's why when you read things in there, when a man's broke a covenant, when he's broke covenant, I'm talking about willfully broke covenant. Like over there in the book of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, you remember when this man was illegally cohabitating with his father's wife. In other words, he's committing fornicate adultery with his stepmother or whoever. Paul said he done broke the covenant. And this death doomed covenant, he broke it. He walked off willfully doing this. He said, I'll turn him over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh that his spirit can be saved. See, that's part of the covenant too. God don't want to lose him. God don't want to lose him. But sometimes those things have to happen too. Amen? Most folks never seen that happen. time you turn somebody over to Satan, oh my, destruction is at hand. I tell you, I can talk about it now and it'll make me squall. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
So, you got a friend in high places. You got a friend in high places. So high, it's the highest seat in the universe. And you got a, him as a covenant partner. Praise God. Semitic people, Semitic people, Arabs, Babylonians, Assyrians, those Phoenician people over there, Ethiopian, all that is Semitic people. They're classed as Semitic, Semitic people. Now, they're different colors. Some of them's real white, some of them's real dark. Some of them medium, they're different colors. Now, the Iranians and the Medes, how many of you know who the Medes are? The Medes, they, they, uh, 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 Saddam Hussein tried to annihilate all of them. We call them now Kurds. The Kurds, those Kurdish people. They were the Medes. At one time, they joined forces with uh, uh, the Persian Empire, and they had what they called the Medo-Persian Empire. Now, Persia is not Arabian people. They're not a Arabs. They're what is classed as Aryan. Any of you, ever, you've heard me teach some things about the master race, what an Aryan is? He is real white Nordic type people, Scandinavian people. These Medes, these Kurds, and these Persians are that type people. They're real white. You, you've got different shades, different shades, even to the dark people. All of them are considered Semitic people. And in that Semitic land over there, they have what we call covenant of salt rights. That's why when those Arabs and some of them make covenant over there, Yasser Arafat, there's nothing will change him. You couldn't take dynamite and do anything, blow any of his thinking out. He has made a salt covenant. They'll take salt and bread and sit down in the middle of that sand and desert at noontime and they'll eat salt and bread and salt and bread and drink no water, bless God, until they eat up all that salt and bread they've brought forth. And they cut blood covenant there. It's called a salt covenant with them. Hallelujah. Like Arafat said about the peace accord, and they're giving, uh, uh, Shimon Prayer is giving them all that land and everything. He said it's only a temporary agreement. But they didn't publish that in our papers. They jumped up and down and said, oh, we got peace. No, we ain't got peace. We got something boiling underneath right there. Them Arabs has made a salt covenant with himself. And they got a pact with the devil. It ain't but two gods, folks. Theirs and ours. Amen. And they got a covenant, and it'll work in reverse just like it'll work in the positive, too. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. It is a permanent covenant. Permanent covenant. Praise God. Permanent friendship. Abraham was considered the friend of God. It is a permanent friendship. If you be Christ, you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to this promise. There is salt between us, a permanent friendship that can never be broken. I'm not talking about how you're doing, glad to see you, friendship, and see you six years from now. I'm talking about a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. There is salt between us. There has been salt applied to this covenant. Blessed be God. Put salt in yourself. Start talking your covenant. Start speaking your covenant. You've got a right to speak whatever God says belongs to you and see that it comes to pass. Hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Turn back to Leviticus, Genesis, Exodus. Leviticus, second chapter. Leviticus, second chapter, 13th verse. And every oblation of thy meat offering shall thy season with salt. Now listen close. This is covenant talk. Every oblation, every time that it's time to give sacrifice, thy meat offering shall thy season with salt, neither shall thy suffer the salt of the covenant of thy God to be lacking from thy meat offering. With all thine offering thou shalt offer salt. This is covenant. When you make covenant, bless God, you've got covenant with Almighty God and there is salt between us now. But when they made it, he said, don't spare the salt. Don't let it be lacking. Hallelujah. This is forever a permanent covenant. This is permanent forever, everlasting. Will never go out of existence. When you stand on your covenant right and you pray, Remember the salt of your covenant. Father, I bring you and put you in remembrance of your word. There's salt between us. Blessed be God. And that cancer has tried to get on me. I invoke my covenant rights and I rebuke that in Jesus' name because there's salt between us. Hallelujah. 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 Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Every oblation. Let's read it again. Thy meat offering. How many of you know Jesus was that meat offering? He was that lamb. Hallelujah. Salt between us. Hallelujah. They even offered up to him vinegar, a preserving agent. <laughs> See. Now listen to him. Every one of them. Neither shall thou suffer the salt of the covenant of thy God to be lacking from thy meat offering. With all thine offering thou shalt offer salt. Fourteenth verse. And if thou offer a meat offering of thy first fruits unto the Lord, thou shalt offer for the meat offering of thy first fruits green ears of corn dried by fire, even corn beaten out of full ears. And he goes on to talk about what you offer up to the Lord. They represent different things. But he's talking about there the first fruit. When you bring your first lamb that's been born and you bring him and offer him up before Almighty God and you say, Father, I'm doing this in faith. God likes that. Because this is my first one. I don't even have another one. This is my firstborn, blessed be God. I offer him up before Almighty God. I apply the salt. It's an everlasting covenant. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. And he receives that offering and there's salt between you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, he even talked about first fruits of your field too. Wasn't just lambs and meat offerings back there. See, you remember when Abel, the offering was acceptable unto God? Cain got mad because his wasn't. Someone 
I've heard a lot of preachers say, well, it's because he offered up uh, uh, fruit from the ground and the ground was cursed. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not when you got covenant. Not when you got covenant. He said, bring me the first fruit of your ears of your corn, everything. No, what God wanted out of Cain, just like he got out of Abel, he, Abel brought his first. He brought the first one. That's faith, folks. That's faith. I'm going to give my first one to God. Blessed be God. And God's going to bless me back. Hallelujah. With a flock. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, Luke 2.11 said unto us, A Savior is born. That word Savior is S-O-T-E-R. In the Greek, it means a preserver. <laughs> So you go to reading and looking that stuff up and you find out we talking covenant all the time. Ain't nothing Jesus said wasn't covenant talk. He didn't just talk something to fill in some pages. Amen. It's covenant. 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 Praise God. I was looking uh, uh, at TV one night uh, 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 on, some Jew on a Jewish program and they brought these, this little boy and girl in and they set them down at the table and they had salt and they had bread. And they began to tell them about their covenant with Abraham. And it's sealed, it's preserved, it's forever. And they fed them salt and bread at the table as a ritual, explaining this. And then the old grandma brought in a young baby that was not over two or three, four days old, weak at the most. And they took that salt and rubbed that on that child rubbed it all over him on his private parts and all and that baby began to squall blessed be God and he said I've offered this child up unto almighty God we've got a salt covenant praise God they mean something it means something to them people that knows what they're talking about salt covenant you got a covenant of salt preserved praise be unto God praise God everlasting perpetual Covenant that's preserved. Marked us as strong friends with the Almighty God. Hallelujah. 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 Turn with me, if you will. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians 2.14. 2 Corinthians 2.14. It's a scripture over there that'll bless your heart if you'll apply it. Now, thanks be unto God, 2 Corinthians 2.14, thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph. How? In Christ. And maketh manifest the savor of his knowledge. That's covenant talk. Knowledge of that covenant by us in every place. For we are unto God a sweet savor unto Christ in them that are saved and in them that perish, praise God. We are that soul in the earth. Hallelujah. We're all they've got to look at. They've seen religion for 2,000 years. And they've seen religious boys and this and that, but they hadn't seen covenant. You tell somebody about what God will do for them, and it's the hardest thing in the world to get them to believe anything. Oh, God don't still do that. You know why? They ain't seen nobody had any salt in them. I think they just had pepper. Because they stayed mad enough and hot enough. Well, bless God. 
Someone shout hallelujah. This is good tonight. Man, this is good stuff. Turn with me, Will, to 2 Kings. 2 Kings. 2 Kings. Hallelujah. You remember when uh, Elijah was transferring the mantle, the anointing to Elijah, Elisha? You remember when that transformation was taking place? That don't happen in the in the uh, new covenant because we got an anointing like Jesus now. Or they came to Jericho and they run into, see they had schools of prophets back then and they would train them how to know the voice of God and how to be able to prophesy correctly under the word of Almighty God where they could hear from God and tell people how to live. Under the new covenant, you don't listen to no prophet. You don't be guided by any prophet unless God's already told it to you first. I don't care who he is, prophet, preacher, king, you've got the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now listen to me. 2 Kings 2, 15. You got your shouting clothes on? Woo! Glory to God. And when the sons of the prophet, which were to view at Jericho, saw him, they said, the spirit of Elijah doth rest up on Elisha. And they came to meet him, Elisha, and bowed themselves to the ground before him. And they said unto him, Behold, now there be with thee servants fifty strong men. Let them go, we pray thee, and seek thy master, lest peradventure the spirit of the Lord has taken him up and cast him up on some mountain or into some valley. And so Elijah said, Elisha said this, and he said, Ye shall not sin. And when they urged him till he was ashamed. In other words, they just kept on and kept on, kept on till he gave in. He said, Sin then, go ahead. Go hunt Elijah down. And they sent therefore fifty men, and they sought three days, but found him not. But when they came again to him, he for he tarried at Jericho. He didn't leave Jericho. Elisha didn't. He said unto them, Did I not say unto you, Go not? And the men of the city said unto Elisha. Now they've always got something to say. Behold, I pray thee, the situation in this city of Jericho is pleasant. As my Lord seeth. The boy, but the water, you can't drink it. It's nothing. And the ground is barren. And so Elijah, anointed by the Spirit of Almighty God, oh, hallelujah, he understands covenant. See, if we understood covenant like these people did and then applied the grace of God and all the righteousness and the sanctification and all these things we have because of Jesus, bless God, we ought to just walk around and blowing up. We ought to just be explosions of almightiness. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We shouldn't take back seat to no devil. Now listen to him. He said the water's nothing. Ground won't grow nothing. But it's a beautiful city. And he said, bring me a cruise. A new cruise. I'm going to do a new thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. What are you going to do? And put salt therein. And they brought it to him. 
And he went forth unto the spring of water and cast the salt in there and said, Thus saith the Lord, I have healed these waters, bless God. I'm telling you right now, if you need healing, our God's got some. It's salt between you, bless God. I don't care where you've been and where you failed and hadn't been able to receive. I'm telling you right now, if you'll invoke the covenant of salt, blessed be God, there's healing from heaven, praise God. Hallelujah. Don't care who you are. It's healing for your home. There's healing for your families. It's healing there. It's covenant. It's covenant stuff. Praise God. Bring me that new cruise. Hallelujah. Thus saith the Lord, I've healed these waters. There shall not be from thence any more drought or barren land. So the waters were healed unto this day according to the saying of Elisha which he spake. Have salt in yourself. Have salt in yourself. Put the salt of the covenant in your mouth. Let your words be with grace and season with the salt of the covenant. Praise God. Hallelujah. No matter what the world looks like, no matter what your finances look like, no matter what your health looks like, no matter what your family looks like, you've got a right to invoke the covenant of salt and see the Almighty God, the friend of man, reach out. Listen, this time of year, he said, he sent 10,000 angels and he said, listen, boys, peace on earth and goodwill towards men. That's my God. He wants folks to know I ain't mad. He wants them to know, bless God, there's salt between us. He wants them to know there's healing in the land. He wants them to know there's blessing in the land, that their land can produce crops. They were farmers. You can make a good living. God wants you to have something. Can you say amen? Blessed be God. Jesus, hallelujah, is our salt. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, you can fool with that Lot's wife. Said she turned back. She looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. What does that salt stand for? You ever thought about that? He didn't just, why didn't he say this turned into a rock? Huh? Huh? Preacher preaching on that one time. He said Lot's wife turned back. I said she looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. And the little boy said, well, I'm, my mama, she looked back and turned into a telephone pole. No, she didn't turn into one, run into one. She developed into one. <laughs> Hallelujah. Salt between us. Salt between us. Oh, Lord, have mercy. How low we've lived in Christianity. How little and belittle. He said over here, he said, this is a promise unto you and your race. What's your race? Whole family in heaven and earth has got the same race. It's called Jesus race. We are a new creation race. New creation nation. A new nation of people. Hallelujah. Every tongue and every nation and everyone that received God and walked into the family of God, they have the same name, praise God. Hallelujah. There's all between us tonight, praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. You couldn't stand to hear much of that or you just get healed. Just hearing it. You wouldn't even have to be prayed for. He said, I ain't even fixing to pray. I ain't even fixing to. 
be insult to ask God to give me something he's already given me. Salt between us. Hallelujah. He said over in Isaiah, he said, consider the things I've done, command ye me. That's covenant talk. That's covenant talk. Jesus said, whatsoever you ask in my name, I'll do it, that the Father may be glorified. Whatever you ask. He didn't mean, the word ask didn't even mean it meant demand. That don't mean you run around demanding God. It means make a demand. Make a demand on your covenant. Hallelujah. Whatever you find. See over there, he made a covenant with them over there in uh, uh, Exodus 15, 26. He said, I'm Jehovah Rapha. I'm healing. Now he said, put the salt to it over here. It'll even work on water. It'll work on the ground. You ever heard of pouring salt out on the ground and growing something? It don't work. You burn it up. But it won't if it's the salt of the covenant. Hallelujah. It'll preserve it. Hallelujah. Y'all get anything out of this tonight? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for the salt of the covenant.